Yes, Billy, it's fr- 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 Friday. As musical genius Rebecca Black once said, Friday, Friday. Friday. You got to get down. It's Friday. Hey, you got to get down. It's Friday. As a musical lyrical genius Busy Bone once sang, I know high day come around on Friday. <laughs> and he, the name of the song was Friday, F-R-I-E-D. Okay. D-A-Y, Friday. Friday. I know high day come around on Friday. Mm. Well, Billy, it happened again. The PR person in charge of the Malaysia Airlines account has once again woken up and said, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, Jason Biggs. Too soon, soon, Jason Biggs. Uh, Malaysia Airline flight shot down yesterday a terrorist group from Russia or Ukraine or something. Wait, it's, it's a terrorist group from Ukraine who is mad because they want the Ukraine to be part of Russia again, I believe. Is what I we, think so. That's what we came to yeah. today. And Jason Biggs, the American pie actor, got himself in trouble because he tweeted, does anyone want my Malaysia Airlines miles? <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> when there's hundreds of deaths, I think so. Can I tell you something didn't come up on the air today that made me uncomfortable about this? Yes. And I've seen it happen before with uh, when a plane will go down or when there's some sort of big uh, tragedy overseas. On our news, they report it, and then they report it separately as if, were there any Americans that died? Oh, and okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, no word yet on if there were any Americans, uh-huh. or uh, 23 Americans, or 32 Americans, or there were seven Americans on board, or it's something. It's more important if Americans died. We'll, we'll prioritize it even <laughs> higher if any Americans are reported and, missing. And they do, by the way. Yeah. If, if Americans do die, they do prioritize mm-hmm. it higher. And uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, we're still talking about human beings here, American or not. And I, I can't tell if I'm right or wrong here. So I don't know. I, you don't have to weigh in on an opinion if you don't want to. But I, it, it, it's, it's weird. And I noticed mm-hmm. it yesterday on the news. I noticed that they were reporting the airplane had gone down. And then there was a whole separate section about whether mm-hmm. or not there were Americans on. And I was like, what does it matter? There were human beings on there. 298 yeah. human beings died. Um, it's not, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, not m- a bigger deal if they're Americans. But I, I know that there's probably people that would disagree with that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Actually, I have a way. I think it would become an even bigger sort of uh, heartbreak to people, maybe even us, if they reported 240 puppies and kittens were on board. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is crazy. Remember the day that we had the, the worst... The, the the hardest question mm-hmm. to admit you had to think about. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that question? Would you save a stranger or your own pet from a house fire? Your own pet yeah. from a house fire uh-huh. versus a stranger. That's it's 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 actually sad how hard of a question that is to it's, answer. It, it may not be as hard, and you may not like the answer. <laughs> uh, there was uh, an interesting story. Uh, this woman and her husband had switched their flight at the last minute. Yeah, and we heard from her this morning. A woman named Izzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I re- that name will always pop out in my head, but uh, how about that feeling if you were supposed to be on the flight and then, mm-hmm. and then at the last minute went, oh, you know what, we're going to go on a later one. Did- and ha- how about the guy mm-hmm. who Facebooked a picture of the plane before he got on saying, mm-hmm. just in case, this is what it looks like. Oh, yeah. Man, oh man, crazy. Can I uh, throw in, and not to add any levity because there's nothing funny about this, mm-hmm. but the blonde moment of the morning. mm do you, oh, do you know what I'm talking I, about? Hold on. As soon as you say it, I will. Uh, yeah, there was Because a, uh, we were talking about the the stuff that you were just discussing about the airplane. The oh, that Final got Destination. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Marianne thought des- Final Destination may have been a documentary. <laughs> oh, yeah. so this was fiction? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yep. that happened today. Next! And next. Uh, <laughs> hey, Billy, I think I did almost the impossible today. What did you do? I managed to get Brother Wee's interested in some X's and O's NBA talk. I heard that. That was cool. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's quite X's and O's, but it is an interesting predicament mm-hmm. the Cavs are in here. Mm-hmm. So let me, since I was able to get Wee's to bring it up, let me ask you your opinion. So you get the dilemma for the Cavs, right? You've got future LeBron or future Kobe. They're saying he's gonna be he's gonna be built more like Kobe, but they're saying that potential wise, where he's at right now and what he shows skill wise, he could very well be a superstar within a couple of years. But right now he's a nineteen year old rookie, and be honest with you, this season he's not gonna be a superstar. Andrew Wiggins, who's Andrew just Wiggins drafted yeah. in the NBA draft. First pick overall. Yep. Do you keep him? Or do you trade them for Kevin Love? The Minnesota Timberwolves have told you they will give you Kevin Love straight up. Now, non-NBA fans, here's what you need to know about Kevin Love. He is the best power forward in the NBA right now. He is a uh, 30-point, 20-rebound guy. He's a star. Now, he might not get 30 points and 20 rebounds on the same team with LeBron, but he is a guy. He is a, a he is definitely a superstar. He is a legit. Scotty Pippen to LeBron if LeBron is Michael Jordan. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So that sort of makes it so you can get what I'm saying. How old is Kevin Love? Uh, he's 25, 26, oh. young. Very young. Very, okay. very young. And LeBron's old. LeBron's 29. He's, he's getting to the point where he's old. Okay. LeBron's got maybe three years of his prime left. Mm-hmm. So, And that's another thing to think about when it comes to Wiggins. Two schools of thought. By the time Wiggins does develop into a superstar, LeBron probably will start to decline a little bit. All right? A couple of years go by. Mm-hmm. Now, on the one hand, that's a good thing. Because we'll replace our superstar with another superstar, naturally. On the other hand, that's a bad thing, because they are not going to be superstars at the same time, and we're going to have LeBron with this kid who's just kind of a little young and a little flimsy. I mean, he's got to gain some weight. He's like, he's going to get pushed around bad this Mm -hmm. year. So what do you do, Billy? You're in charge of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Do you trade and get the guy who's a star right now, or do you keep the guy who everyone's telling you could be a superstar in a couple of years? The reason I ask you about Kevin Love's age, when LeBron goes off into his uh, golden years, uh, Love is still going to be in his prime, I'm guessing. He will. Yep, you're right. He's so a little bit younger. So maybe by then, you're able to get another young star to team up with Love. That's a very good point, too. If the Cavs can be good, they can attract mm-hmm. talent. Uh, you know, the Cavs have always had an issue, same as the Bills, attracting talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a superstar. A superstar mm-hmm. never picks Cleveland or Buffalo mm-hmm. and says, I'm coming there. You know, But when you got LeBron... Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you got superstars actually willing to pick Cleveland and say, "I'll come there." And how good is Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving is probably a star slash superstar. I would say Kyrie Irving's a star player. I hesitate to say superstar. Okay. Yeah, he can't put a team. You know, LeBron James is a mm-hmm. superstar. Would Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving be? They'd be dynamic. Yeah, they'd okay. be fantastic. Together. I'm going Kevin Love. You go plus, Kevin I, Love? plus, I'm a Beach Boys fan. <laughs> yeah, plus that's Kevin the Kevin Love is uh, related to Michael Love from the Beach Boys. I originally said do anything to get Kevin Love, win right now. Mm-hmm. I've actually changed my tune on this. Oh. I would now like to see the Cavs keep Andrew Wiggins. Okay. A little hint as to what's going to happen. This is a little cryptic, Billy. Mm-hmm. In LeBron's letter, he named some players he was excited about playing with by name. He did not say Andrew Wiggins. LeBron will, believe me when I tell you, Billy, will have say in this decision. LeBron's title, in case you didn't know, for the Cleveland Cavaliers is small forward slash coach slash general manager. Oh, he pretty much runs the team now. Okay. That's what it was like before. It's what it'll like be like again. If LeBron tells them pull the trigger for love, they're going to do it. They'll do it. LeBron's going to get to make this call. Mistake, Make mm-hmm. no mistake about it. And he didn't name Andrew Wiggins in the letter. 
Okay, he so- would have if he was anticipating playing with him because he named Kyrie Irving, he named Dion Waiters, he named Tristan Thompson. Just saying, just so throwing. All do that you out think there. that means Kevin Love is going going I, to show up for your Cavs? I think that uh, I think that if you believe in reading into cryptic messages like mm-hmm. that, that yes, and. I was hesitant to read into cryptic messages before LeBron announced he was coming mm-hmm. back to Ohio, but when he announced it, I said I should have been paying attention to mm-hmm. those signs because people around were pointing out signs. Well, hashtag three three zero, which mm-hmm. is the Akron zip code. Oh, okay, you know things like that. Uh, you know, tweeting that he wishes he was at his buddy's birthday party in Cleveland. Things that mm-hmm. he did before he announced he's going back to Cleveland. That people said these are all signs he's homesick, and it turned out they were. It mm-hmm. was true. Wow. So the fact that he doesn't name Andrew Wiggins by name, but he does name other Cleveland Cavaliers by name mm-hmm. as people he's looking forward to play with, I think it means something. And I mean, as you said this morning, you're happy either way, but right now you're leaning towards wanting to keep Wiggins? I'm leaning towards wanting to keep Wiggins, but if if, if I find out right now that the Cavs have just traded Wiggins for love, I'm not going to be upset. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, okay, you know what? That puts us in a position right now. And what am I going to argue with? Yeah. Being in a position right now, how am I going to argue with that? Mm-hmm. I mean, when are we ever going to be in that again? Ah, oh, Billy, I'm so excited. Yes, you are. <clears throat> you want to do another 20 minutes on the Cavs? Or should we move on? It's the Cavs <laughs> podcast. Uh, movies. Uh, uh, Marianne and Lee's with a little off-air tiff today, Billy. That's I what I heard. I, I got here later. I was yeah. recording the Doug update or something. Marianne came in and said, Weez is mad at me because I didn't like a movie he yes, liked. Yes, Marianne, <laughs> Marianne had a pretty funny line, and I think it's what pissed him off. Uh, Weez asked her what she thought of the movie Begin Again that he saw and loved, uh-huh. and she, she trashed it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Weez, Weez, Weez didn't like that. Weez mm-hmm. got a little pissed at her yeah. for trashing the movie. She, just, she said she hated it. She didn't mm-hmm. like it at all. And uh, then she said something about his opinion. <laughs> she she goes, I you know I have an opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not. I'm fine with you having your opinion, honey. But my opinion is. And she said something like, your your opinion is not a fact. Your opinion is your opinion. And that <laughs> pissed him off pretty bad. This is off the air. So this is a behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We show producers mm-hmm. podcast exclusive, and uh, and then those two those two almost came to blows. Did they? I, didn't I was see just any an, of that. I was an innocent bystander. I was just here quiet. I was just all quiet, yeah. minding that's my a, business. That's when if you're not involved and you just got no reason stay to be, quiet. yeah, just stay, just stay off to the side. Uh-huh. I just stood there and pretended like I wasn't hearing it. Yep. Instead, I'm listening. Like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna turn. On, I'm gonna make the board live right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had a couple of lists today about things that will piss off our girlfriends and wives, Billy. First uh-huh. of all, it was um, what men resent about their wives. Yeah. I would say Weez and I probably both said things during that set that if our girlfriends and wives heard mm. them, we, we'd get us in trouble. Yeah. But the crying thing, you've been with us on the crying thing. Oh, yeah. Crying is bullcrap. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think all three of us are in a position... Uh, me, you, and Weez, all yeah. three of the men on the show, are in positions where the crying comes out. Yeah, Susan doesn't cry that often. She has. Mm. The funny thing is we had a little tiff last night. Nothing uh, big. Mm. And it, it, it's over. And it, you know, But it's, she didn't cry. But one thing, this is what I reason. How come when she has an idea, and she had an idea about the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's come up with some good ideas. Great ideas, show. yeah. And I've thanked her. That, but this one, I just knew immediately, mm-hmm. had not, really nothing. Uh-huh. And it, it didn't work in my brain. So you shot her down. I shot it I, too quickly, I guess. Or uh-huh. I didn't thank her <laughs> yeah. for giving me ideas. And I'm like, everybody gives me ideas. You have no idea. Everybody <laughs> I know 
call they call the show, they email friends, yeah. relatives. Yeah. They yeah. all want to contribute, and I appreciate it. But sometimes. Not every idea is gold. And, yeah. and, and for the record, neither are ours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we work here. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we're experts. I've had yeah. crappy ideas. You've had crappy ideas. Exactly. It happens. Yeah. So when I, I dismissed it too quickly, and that's the thing. I, I apologize for dismissing it quickly because as I did it, I know she hates that. Yeah, yeah. And no, that's not – you could dismiss it. Just say thank you. Otherwise, I'm not going to – and I'm like, why should I say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, were and you that, that immediately? Did you have a nut chopped off at that point? No, then, the, no? it just it, led it, to it more discussion. Yeah. And, and I'm going, you can have your opinion, and I can have my opinion. I'm not saying I'm right, and I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But we, why can't we just disagree on have different opinions without arguing about yeah, it? Yeah. You know, I, have, I accept the fact that this is your opinion. And fine, you can have that opinion. I disagree and whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, plus I I make the mistake and this I understand of talking to her sometimes as I talk to you, yeah. Louise, my brother and everybody else I know. And guys are different. They mm-hmm. We, we, we can, can just be a little more direct. We can be more direct. We can be more sarcastic. Yeah. We can do what sp- we think is funny and Yeah. I guess sometimes it's not as funny as we think, (laughs) and I bet you run into that, too. All of the time. (laughs) All of the time. We're not quite the hilarious people we think we are sometimes. Yeah. My thing is I've I've noticed that that if I'm Mm. wrong, Mm -hmm. I hear about it. I'm wrong. If I'm right... I'm an a hole. Yeah. <laughs> there is no I, winning an argument with a woman. That's, I, I don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean, this Sunday, we're, her and I are going to. Uh, uh, there's Monty Python's doing its last show ever live in England, and we're going to the satellite broadcast live at Tinseltown. Cool. And while we're arguing about what's right, what's wrong, blah, 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 no. What if I said that? What if I use this tone of voice to you? She goes, What if when you said, Do you want to go see Monty Python? And I just said, No. <laughs> I'd say, I go, really? I go, I'd say, okay. And I'd find someone else to go or I'd go by myself. Uh Yeah, yeah. (laughs) She goes, really? I go, yeah, really. People can tell me no. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to say no, yeah. Oh, well, all right. I hope you patch it up. I know Uh, you will. It already is, actually. Cool. Yeah. Cool. After a little more. You patched it up last night, did you? After a little (laughs) more admitting I was wrong, which I wasn't. (laughs) It's easier sometimes. We have a caller who gives great advice. He's done it a couple times. He calls in and says, Billy, in a marriage, you can be one of two things, right or happy. Pick one. (laughs) Same thing for my relationship. So I was wrong. (laughs) Yes. Another thing we did is a list of things men don't have to worry about that women do. Women do have life harder than men. You got to give them that. They got to squeeze the baby out of the vagina. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that's the big one. Once a month, they inexplicably bleed from their genital. Mm -hmm. That would be weird if we had to handle that. You got to admit. But then there's a lot of little nuances, too. Mm -hmm. Now, I contend number one on the list was eating a banana in public. I contend that could be awkward even for a guy. Here's the number one rule of eating a banana in public, Billy. Are you ready? Yes. Do not make eye contact Uh with any. <laughs> while making while eating a banana plus, plus it's just not that just a quick bite and then that's yeah. fine that's yes. fine but uh but you definitely don't want to stick it in there yeah and wait a minute yeah. Ooh, this mm. is delicious you know you know the slowy yeah I, exactly. I, actually, I think a popsicle is harder yeah that could yeah i think you're right you're right <laughs> harder ice cream than a banana because a 
banana you bite the popsicle you gotta kind of do put in your mouth there was a movie that did a, a, a funny banana scene where the chick the hot chick put a banana in her mouth and for like a split second it was hot looking and then she just, <laughs> just bites it now. and the guy's like oh <laughs> funny uh what were some of the other things leaving a drink unattended mm-hmm. yeah, it's true you got to admit that um being worried about being out by yourself late yeah. at night now i'll be honest with you I, I, we do have to worry about that too that's yeah. not we're not completely off the hook on that one i mean guys get mugged too mm-hmm. um uh and there was a bunch of other things on the list i thought it was a pretty pretty decent list we uh we had a couple of guests today we spoke with dean edwards again the comedian back in from yesterday i like him very fun very good dude we had dateline nbc's keith morrison on today oh, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Why? <laughs> this dude, uh, Dayline NBC itself is a is a is a really good crime show. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Bill Hader impression, oh my mm-hmm. god! Now I see I got screwed up yesterday when I was asking you about the other guy the, to catch a Chris predator. Hansen, Chris yeah. Hansen. He does Chris Hansen too, right? Yeah. All right. See, I was trying to tell Weez today that he was thinking of the wrong guy, but mm-hmm. I was wrong. It was mm-hmm. Keith Morrison does have a bit. Yes, he does. Oh crap! I didn't know that. Um, there is a, uh, he was talking about, we started asking him in general about having dealt with all these murder mysteries throughout his life. And uh, I wanted to ask him a question about if he could have just one murder mystery solved, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I think that's a good question. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I, I've been willing to admit that it might not be, it just might be up my alley. But what's the question for you, Billy? If there was one, like, one of the world's mysteries, but let's world's say murder mystery, mystery. like, okay. one, you know, there's a few unsolved mysteries in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone thinks OJ did it. Yeah. We still don't 100% know for sure. No. We're more like 99.9 yeah. on that one. So one that, I mean... What's just, one, just if to, you could just have one cracked completely, what one are you just dying to know? I mean, the national one is what, Jean Benet Yeah, Jean Benet Ramsey's a good one. Locally, Brittany Drexel. Yep. You know, what happened, just so her no family locally knows what happened. Yep. And even more so, there's at least... They, like Brittany Drexel, she was in South Carolina. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I'm like, there's a kid in Chiline named Brian Sullivan, and recently it was just the anniversary of his disappearance, like in July Fourth weekend or something. And he he went to Burger King, and then the next thing he was never seen again. Mm. You know, he like charged his yeah breakfast sandwich, and, yep. and then, then he was no never one's ever seen heard again. from him again. And uh-huh. yeah, just because it's local, and I've followed that one. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's so, you know I there's so many stories like that just mm-hmm. mysteries out there yeah. that are interesting. I recently sort of fell into the West Memphis Three Vortex. Mm-hmm. You've heard the, of them before? Yes, I have. Um, I there's documentaries upon documentaries yeah. upon documentaries about the West Memphis Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a nutshell, the story is these three little kids were murdered one day in West Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, which is like really close to Memphis, Tennessee. It's like just across the border. I guess Memphis, mm-hmm. Tennessee is right on the border of Tennessee and Arkansas. Uh-huh. So it's like right across the border of Memphis, Tennessee. So West Memphis, Arkansas, these three little kids are murdered. And uh, almost immediately the police scoop up and arrest three teenagers and say that it was a satanic ritual. Um, you look at the evidence and there is a ton of evidence that it was not them. Mm-hmm. It, in fact, it was one of the fathers of the kids. But for some reason, the police just like railroaded these three kids. They mm-hmm. they got out of prison in like 2010. Finally, they got out of prison. The dad still walks free. Who did it? And now, when I say he did it, um, I'm I, he still walks free. He's never been convicted. 
it's it's a weird thing, Billy. They ended up doing an Alford plea. They pled guilty while maintaining their innocence, if that makes any sense, uh-huh. and were allowed out of prison so that the case could remain closed and they didn't have to go to a new trial. This dude, Terry Hobbs, who, like, did it, like, witnesses have him lying about it. They have him with the kids around the time of the murder. Uh, all this different crap. They even have, like, a hair of his was found at the murder scene. He did laundry that night because he got muddy hiding the bodies. Uh, all this crap. And the dude's never been convicted. It is uh, such a fascinating documentary. HBO On Demand. Um, it's called Paradise Lost, or there's a new one on Amazon. You can get on Amazon Instant Video called uh, West of Memphis. And if you're ever looking for a great murder mystery, mm-hmm. real true story, look into the West Memphis Three. It's fascinating. actually what's funny. The re- what I've been looking at on the computer because you mentioned Paradise Lost during the show, mm-hmm. and I was almost positive that once. We's had the uh, directors of this movie in studio with oh, them a few years wow, ago, wow. like many years ago, uh-huh. and I just double-checked and I was right. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe Berlinger and Bruce Sinofsky were in studio, maybe promoting, promoting this, this. It was oh. it The Little or something, uh-huh. and I just wanted to make sure, and yeah, it, it, this story is, is pretty old then. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, 1993. Okay, yeah, yeah, we's had the directors of that movie in studio, and it was fascinating then. It's, st- I yeah. mean, it, to this moment, we still don't know exactly what happened, mm-hmm. because the police have never completely looked into this guy. And for some reason, it, I, I don't know, it's really, really detailed and crap, but mm-hmm. let me tell you what was brilliant, what they did. Brilliant. Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks. The West Memphis Three went like... It went the equivalent of viral before viral. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eddie Vedder got involved, Natalie Maines, Johnny Mm -hmm. Depp. Like, all these celebrities got involved to Mm -hmm. raise money to build a case against the West Memphis Police Department Mm -hmm. because uh, the West Memphis Police Department had these three kids in prison who clearly didn't do it. They even have alibis. There is a kid in prison. Get this, Billy. A kid in prison, Jesse Miss Kelly, one of the three, Mm -hmm. he was photographed an hour away at a wrestling match. Photographed. And they still... At the t- that's his alibi. Wow. He has he has physical proof, proof. a photograph, dated and timed mm. at the time of the murder. He's still in prison for the murder. That's crazy. And, I mean, this documentary is yeah. unbelievable. These guys, yeah. it's unbelievable how these mm-hmm. kids got convicted. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But anyways, I, I I could never go into details. I'll tell you why. Because there's four documentaries and they're each about two and a half hours long. <laughs> so we'd have to do a much longer podcast. The ten hour podcast. We're going to do our, our own director's commentary. <laughs> but let me tell you the one thing that was brilliant. Natalie Maines did something mm-hmm. brilliant in the mid to th- mid to late two thousands. Right before they ended up, it, it led to getting them off. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, they started to realize that this dad was probably to blame. Because somebody came forward who witnessed the kids with the dad at the time of the mm-hmm. murder. He was calling them, angrily calling them to come home. Okay? Okay. He had said he never saw the kids that day. Period. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, so that plus his DNA was found at the scene of the crime. Plus, he did laundry that night. He was frantically doing laundry, bought bleach, and bleached the bedroom. Never investigated or... Wow. Never investigated, still to this day walks free. That's... Again, now you can see why it's the subject of a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, You can see why it's the subject uh-huh. of a documentary. Mm-hmm. So Natalie Maines, here's what she did. Once they started to realize that Terry Hobbs probably did it, she came out and said on national TV that she believed Terry Hobbs to be the murderer. Guess what Terry Hobbs did? Sued her for defamation. Hmm. Guess what the plan was the whole time? Get sued by Terry Hobbs. You know why? Why? He's got to take the stand... In order to, in order wow. to 
sue her. He's okay. got to go up and plead his case. So he gets up, and, and they say, why are you suing my client? Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm suing the Dixie Chicks because I believe that they've defamed my character. And they said, well, have, have they defamed your character? Mm-hmm. And he says, um, no. He says, uh, uh, he says, yeah. He says, uh, yeah, they, they, they called me the murderer. And they mm-hmm. said, well, are you the murderer? He said, absolutely not. And they said, well, let's, let's look into that. Oh. And there's a, like a two-hour oh. long, t- and he is just completely, ba- he's trying to get out of the room. He's baffled. He doesn't have answers. He's shooken. He's angry. He's upset. A history of violence comes out. Huh. A history of hitting the kids. A history of sexual harassment. I mean, all this wow. stuff comes out during this two-hour deposition. Natalie Maines basically mm-hmm. baited him, him into suing her. You know, went on TV. Did mm-hmm. this like she she went on TV and plugged that she was involved with the West Memphis. I'm sorry I'm going on so long, yeah. but God, if you're ever in the mood for a good murder mystery, the West Memphis Three documentaries are great. I may have to look that up on Netflix. <sighs> I went too weekend. long. Yes, um, Netflix has the movie Devil's Knot. Okay, uh, not a documentary, but a movie. It's Reese Witherspoon right. and Colin Firth. Okay, in the movie, and it's the story of the West Memphis Three. Another thing we talked about today, Billy, Naked Dating, the TV show mm-hmm. Naked Dating. Which I got to admit is a pretty decent premise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scary. It's but... sc- yeah, scary. I would say maybe the maybe scarier than the purge. It can <laughs> it can be awkward. Mm-hmm. For, like the first time you're ever gonna uh, with yeah. someone, it can be yeah. awkward. But as Marianne pointed out, by the time you're ready to have sex, mm. there's already there's an attraction there. Mm. And maybe not quite as awkward as being naked around stranger or meeting That's someone That's true. you've never met before. I like my, I actually think I came up with a decent premise today. I think mm-hmm. you get a, a convicted murderer who did his time and now he's out, build him up to be the greatest guy in the world, have some reality show chicks fall in love with him, and then at the end find out that he's a murderer. Somebody called in today and said that there's a show like that called yeah. Baggage already. Not, not nearly as strong, though. Yeah, mine's a little more dark yeah. and sadistic and twisted. This has been a dark, sadistic, twisted podcast. I'm yes, talking about murderers, murders and uh, little kids being killed, yeah. <laughs> satanic rituals, mm-hmm. and the Cavs trading Andrew Wiggins. I mean, all these things that are just like so dark, I don't even want to think about them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh. Billy. Uh, till next week, I believe. Yes. All right, Monday. have a good weekend. See you.